Room podcast is no stranger to New England. And the Room fans is Slippery Peter Barrett ready to make his return to the Cage Titans cage at Cage Titans 50. Pete, man, always a pleasure to have you on, bro, man. How you doing tonight? Great, dude. I just wrapped up a, a solid night up at SIT, and uh, I'm just on my way home now, so that's why I'm in my truck. But uh, everything's been going pretty smoothly. You know, you ramped up pretty hard, and, and, and my body's responding well, so that's, you know, that's fantastic news. Well, I know in the past uh, couple of camps, SIT, you know, you've been having to uh, fluctuate where you've been training. Is SIT open full-time? Are they all set? Is uh, training camps going full throttle at City Atang now? Yeah, I think we're going to have a couple guys fighting that night. Um, we had, I think, two guys fight on the last one that I wasn't at. Uh, but, yeah, we're, we're getting pretty active back up there again. Well, you took a card off, Pete. I know you you know, you know, had a, a slice in the face. They will get to that. But you took a card off, uh, had some time to take off and reflect on that performance. I mean, it was a great fight. Split decision. Uh, loss in that fight. Uh, man. I think Lally's fight was that same night. So if that fight wasn't on, that your fight would have been fight of the night. So, oh, for sure. So so let's talk about P. I mean, a great fight against uh, you know Ali, a, a, a up and coming dude that's been uh, kind of squashing everyone he's kind of been going against. How'd you uh, you know how'd you think you were in that fight? And it was a, a lightweight fight, your first fight back to that weight since uh, you know your UFC stint. Yeah, I mean, I think it was a great fight. I still think I won that fight. Um, I think, I think, uh, without going super into detail, I think there was, I think Alan is a, is a horrible referee and there were many times where he could have broke us up off the cage and, and split us up and put us back in the middle of the cage. Uh, but that clearly wasn't happening. Um, that being said, I mean, if you watch the highlights of that fight, who do you think won the fight? If you watch, if they did a 30 second clip of that fight for the best moves of that fight, who do you think won that fight? Um, you know, he, he kind of just closed distance, pushed me against the cage and held me there. He, was, he took me down, I stood back up. You know, he got one good slam. He, he split me open at the end of a round. Um, but I think I did more damage. I think I, you know, controlled uh, the stand-up a lot more so than he did. Um, again, some referees like to think that holding someone on the cage and not doing any damage is enough to score and, and win. Um, but... You know, that's why it was a split decision. Well, coming out of that fight, like you talked about, uh, you know, <laughs> you had the highlight reels. You had, like, the more, it looked like the aggressive and more forward approach there. And Ali, as always in his game, is that wrestling game, that grind, and that that fence holding you there and trying to, you know, suck the life out of you, Pete. You look great in that fight. You moving up in weight. You looked healthy, uh, aggressive in there. What would our, you know, if looking back at that fight, what... Is there anything you would have changed or would you have gone to the same game plan and hope that, you know, you did get your hand raised or maybe clipped him in one of those exchanges and, uh, you know, on, on the feet there? Yeah, I mean, I think I would have thrown more kicks. I think that's the only thing I would have changed. Um, but that's it, you know. Um, maybe maybe wrestled him first. I don't know. I, I, I wasn't super impressed with his wrestling. He showed a really slow center of gravity. Um, and it was, it was kind of hard to get underneath, um, but I think it was a good fight. I thought, you know, I, I've continually said to, to, to many people, like, 
I'm, I'm one in three in my last four fights, and those are four of some of the best fights that I've been in and some of the best performances I've had. I've just unfortunately been on the other side of them. So, you know, it's time to put uh, to put a W on my name <laughs> and, and, and have these incredible performances produce me fruitful victories. Well, before we get to your next opponent and that next opportunity in the cage, Pete, you know, you talked about still, uh, you know, having that goal to get back to the UFC. You know, I, you know, watching the cage Titans, uh, table Titans, and, you know, all that was said there. Uh, dude, I mean, you talked about, you know, it's not only, you know, getting them wins that you need. You need to get back to being that savage and ending fights in there because, you know, the time is now. You need, it's not only the wins, you need to uh, make more highlight reels and end these people quick in there. What's changing in this camp to to make that happen? Or is it basically the same thing? It's just things haven't been going your way and you haven't been able to, you know, connect. I mean, you had two UFC fights hitting, uh, you know, the best fighters in the world. And then you had this one fight back fighting a guy that could be legitimately the number one, uh, f- you know, fighter in New England at that weight. You know, what's the adjustment going into this fight to end it and to, you know, take this guy's head off in there? Yeah, I mean, with all those things being said, you know, it, it's really working on footwork, agility, programming patterns, uh, putting myself into situations where I'm, I'm repeating basic movements over and over again. So when it comes time to use them in, in the fight, in the cage, it, it, it's it's there. So, you know, like I, I've been breaking down my pivots. I've been breaking down lateral movements. I've been breaking down feints. I've been breaking down changing directions. I've been breaking down changing stances and just drilling over and over and over again um, just to get, you know, my movement more comfortable. I can punch like a motherfucker. That's not the problem. You know, I want to make sure I'm in the right place to land the punches when they're open and, and kind of just be, you know, maybe a little bit more off the leash. And, and you know, I think, I think maybe that, uh, I don't know, I don't want to say I've been too patient or overly patient, but I think I need to put a little urgency on knocking motherfuckers out again. Well, you have your chance on uh, November 6th. You spent, uh, you know, going against another veteran in there. You know, no newcomer. Uh, this guy's coming to bring it. He hasn't fought in a little while, but his, uh, you know, fights he's had, he had wars in there. He's from Hawaii, Spencer Higa. How'd this um, matchup get, you know, you know, take place? I mean, he's coming, come, you know, out of left field, out of Hawaii. But mm-hmm. he's uh, fought some legit guys. He's fought for, uh, you know, uh, the guy that just, Dela Cruz, that just fought, I think, Matt Bissett for the 155-pound uh, title. I think he's fought him a couple of times. So he's fought some tough guys out there. What are you yeah. thinking about this matchup and how to come about? Um, I mean, I think he's tough as nails. I think he's going to keep moving forward. A lot of his fights end in decisions. So if I can, you know, if I can get him to the ground and submit him, if I can get him to the ground and work some ground and pound, Maybe I, maybe I pick the dude up and throw him across the cage again. <laughs> Who knows? It could get really fucking weird. Um, but it's I need to finish him. It needs to be it needs to be decisive. It needs to be violent. It needs to be impressive. And I mean, it just it needs like people need to cringe when I finish this kid. However, it happens. It it needs to like resonate with Halloween and then be like. <laughs> I do get murdered. 
you know, and, and, it, and that's just the type of energy I'm bringing into the fight. You know, it wouldn't matter who's across the cage. I just need to get back to being aggressively overbearing and dominant and, and finishing people. As far as, uh, you know, this fight coming up, you know, you want to get back onto that winning streak and stuff. But, you know, looking to the future, I mean, you've been the biggest name, one of the biggest names in New England MMA, been producing, uh, you've been on the, you know, the contender series, you won there, you got that contract, you know, you want to get back to that UFC uh, level, but Pete, I mean, there's, you know, the, the, the fire's in there, no matter where you're fighting, I would imagine, I mean, would you be content just being one of the best in, in on the East Coast, fighting here and just dazzling the fans uh, around the region and maybe fighting for some, uh, you know, belts if that UFC um, opportunity doesn't come, uh, you know, sooner than later? Oh, absolutely. I mean, the one thing that I can do is focus on the next fight and, and, and do whatever I can and do my best to get my hand raised. And then when that fight's over it, my next goal becomes to do my best for that fight. And uh, that's the only thing I can focus on, just getting better, doing better, refining my processes, refining my skills, uh, you know, just just continually progressing the game and moving forward in all directions, you know. If that turns into me being like a reigning journeyman with a winning record, then let's fucking do it. You know, I'm not going to – I don't – I don't ever foresee myself fighting for a paycheck, you know, just to get by by any means. But I, I do love this, and I'll, and I'll do it. You know, I'm pulling the Tom Brady plan. Like, I still look like I'm 25. You know what I mean? I, I, I met that dude. It was so funny. I was at work this weekend. Some kid walks up to the bar, and he was like, hey, did you wrestle at PC High? And, I, and me, I'm thinking, I'm like, well, I, I've been coaching there for the last five years. Are you, are you confused? He's like, no, didn't you wrestle there, like, back in, in the early 2000s? And I'm like, I'm looking at this kid. He's like, don't you remember me? We wrestled together. He's like, you're an asshole. You look the same as you did when we were in high school. And yeah. I'm like, oh, you might not. All right. Fair enough. You know, but I, I'm a very healthy person. Yeah. You know, I take care of my body. I, I eat really well. So I don't see why, you know, I can't get smarter and not work harder and, and continually Excellent. putting out good fights. You know what I mean? I'm not, I'm, I'm older in the local scene, but, you know, I'm at the age where most of the, these guys are winning belts. So I'm not out of this, you know what I mean, by any means necessary. And, you know, we just look at that, at, at, uh, at, oh, Jesus, who is the baby assassin. Uh, he just won the belt. He, him and Figueroa, uh, Figueroa just fought twice, right? Um, he's got the big Lego collection or the, or the video games. So I can't think of his name. I have no idea. The 125 pound champion in the UFC. Oh, I, I I can't think of his fucking name. Yeah, you asking me? Like the baby face assassin, right? <laughs> that what? That's his nickname. Oh, what am I trying to say? He got cut from the UFC, went back to LFA, yeah. put together, a, you know, an impressive win. Got into the UFC, was in the right place at the right time, got the right fights, and now he's the champ. You know what I mean? So by any by all means, anything is possible. And I just need to win fights again, and that's. What getting me that's what is keeping me going and that's why i'm here you know i'm not at a point where i'm like i'm gonna take this fight and if i lose i'm gonna retire because to me from an outsider looking in on that perspective that tells me you are already prepared to retire you know 
and, 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 and by, I am by no means anywhere near done. I am here to stay. I'm here to beat people. I'm here to knock motherfuckers out. And I'm here to impress the fans because that's what I love to do. And, it, and, and it's a blast. And I love it, dude. You know what I mean? And um, so by all means, you know, however it works out, I'm here to, I'm here to perform. Excellent. Well, you've been doing it for a while, man, and uh, we can't wait to see. We're five weeks out, Pete. You know, I'll have you down on uh, on the live podcast, seeing how you're doing. You know, halfway during training camp, when you're really angry and you're really uh, gritty, and uh, we're really talking about and hyping this card up right now. It's early out. Uh, has training camp started? Like that grind. Like uh, I know your opponent was just announced on, I believe Monday. Has training camp started now? full throttle or when does that when does that happen for you so i'd say i'm about like two and a half weeks into full throttle um my timeline you know i split my face open i got that stitched up i had to take time off to let that heal and because of where the cuts were you know they're best recommended to stay out of the weight room where it's dirty stay out of the gym just let it heal so i you know i thought i was doing the right thing let it heal up get back to the gym. I buy like a Kobe Bryant, like face shield. So when I'm doing jujitsu, no impact, nothing. And after about like two weeks of that, I'm like, okay, I think I can go back to boxing. You know, I just gotta make sure I shower every day. Not that I don't, but like really scrub my face. Excuse me, whatever. I'm not really thinking it through. I don't have my face shield on when I'm boxing and from my glove, going to the bag, going to my face. You know what I mean? That whole process. I ended up getting cellulitis in my face and I had to have all this uh, they poked it and drained it with needles and whatever. So that set me back another two weeks. And I was like, fuck it. I'm not even risking this shit. I'm letting this thing heal. Yeah. Um, and then like two weeks after that, I came down with COVID. I came down with, I was, I had COVID the week of cage Titans, the last cage Titans. Cause I was supposed to corner Josh against, uh, Valdina and I had COVID. Really? You know, so, so that 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 took me out for like two weeks, and then once I had you know crushed my ten day quarantine, I went I went back to I went right back to work that next day. So then I went right back to work at like late nights. So I was like babying back into training full time, but now like like I said, two weeks back, dude, I picked everything back up, and like we opened the conversation. I said my body's been feeling great; it's been responding fantastically. Like. The only thing I need to work on is getting to bed earlier because uh, I just started that new cardio program at that gym yep. down the way in Rockland. So that's got me up at 5.30 in the morning every day, which means my goal is to be in bed before 10. That gets me a good solid like seven and a half hours sleep. And then I try to nap every day in the middle of the day and that gets me through my, my, my evenings. You know, so like that's where I've been at. And I've been crushing, you know, two hours at Lausanne's three times a week. I'm up at Sylvia Tonk two times a week. I'm doing the training over with those guys, so I'm not really doing any of the work. But, like, my heart rate's up. I'm getting the yeah. work when I'm coaching these classes. So, I mean, I'm, I'm always I'm, – I'm in, I'm in it to win it, dude. This is my lifestyle. I love it. Excellent, my man. Well, dude, uh, you know, down the line we'll talk about that, that cardio program, all the business that you're doing outside the cage. Because, you know, as uh, you know, as fighters get older, they start getting businesses on the side, start growing their personal training, all that. So we'll cover that down the line, man. But right now we're focusing on you getting back in yeah. there and ending this fight quick and getting that hand raised so we can apply them wins and get to bigger and better things yeah. again for you, brother. So last thing, brother, uh, shout-outs, uh, sponsors, 
anything you want to say before I let you go and, uh, you know, start grinding more into this training camp? Yeah, man. I mean, sponsors, ancestral supplements. You guys always see me posting about the, the desiccated beef organs. Like that is a huge game changer. If you guys are interested, if you're curious, if you're like, man, this whole carnivore thing sounds like a good idea, but maybe you're like, that sounds kind of crazy, but maybe there's something useful over there. For me, I visited that ancestral supplements, the desiccated organs is what I took out of carnivore. So now I eat a regular, more, you know, moderate style diet, but I, I stuck with the, with the beef organs and, um, <clears throat> They've been a huge support for me, support system for me. And then also uh, Alpha Bollocks um, with the, the Test Reaper and his his uh, product line has been fantastic. So, like, the Ancestral Supplements is, like, for foundational nutrition. And then for my performance supplements, I go with Alpha Bollocks. He has all of his stuff made in um, certified sport facilities. He just can't afford the branding on his product because that's, like, a huge price tag to get that on all of your stuff. Um, but that being said, those are my two main guys. And then of course, where I'm at, hardcore fitness, Sigatong, Lozons, uh, top game management, keep your eyes, Rob's fighting, Joe Zayaldo, that'll be a banger in December. Um, you know, Sheath, the guys I'm wearing right here, DGAF, keep your eyes out for their stuff. That stuff's always fresh. And that's, you know, that's where I'm at. That's who, that's who I am. Excellent, my man. Well, Pete, always a pleasure, man. Glad to see you back in there. Like I said, that last time you were in there, could have been fight of the night. It was just toss up, man. So you know what a what a way to uh, you know carry yourself into your next uh, matchup in there, man. So I wish you well during the training camp. We'll catch up halfway through, and we'll see how For you're sure. doing, man. And uh, man, good luck out there. And I can't wait to see you on the sixth of November. Hell yeah, brother! Thanks for having me on. All right, my man. You have a good night. You too. Thanks.